see you. Sister Maggie, good to see you back. We have missed you so much, and uh, it's good to have you back, and it's good to have a little baby back. Yes. yes. Certainly yes. pray for you. And our Pat. Yes. Sister, yeah, and our good Sister Pat. It's good to get out of the house. <laughs> it, is, it is good to get out of the house, that's right. Absolutely. And this house is great. <laughs> Amen. Amen. It is so good to be here this morning. Let's sing that chorus again. Then we'll go to prayer. sick and and uh, it's just uh, good to be here this morning but let's uh let's just lift up the ones that we know we need to pray for and uh does anyone have anyone you want to lift up in prayer i just want to say real quick yes sir. we really appreciate everyone praying for jason yes the, the phone calls and text messages the visits y'all y'all know how much that meant to us and it, it really helped us get through kind of a what was a little bit of a scary situation. He was, he was pretty rough off Saturday morning when all this really got started at the hospital. So we appreciate y'all and just want to say thanks. Hey, God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. Government really should be here if things were right. Yes. She was 88. 88? Yeah, it was going. Saying happy birthday to her. Yeah. Uh, and she's here, Louise. Uh, anyone else want to lift up in prayer? And Bonnie. And yeah. Brother Wayne, um, one of our doctors, his son-in-law, who's in his late 30s, found out this week he had cancer that's metastasized. And uh, they've got a baby that's less than a year old. So y'all please remember them, Chase and Mary Catherine. Remember them. Yes, Sister. I would remember Hannah. Just real congested, and it's been going on about three weeks. And just wanted to talk to her more. I think it's actually for that congestion, just clear up. Do you have any fever? But you know, she's, you can tell how she's just part of her. So I appreciate it. And I'm always with it. Let me pray for you. Brother Wayne, there's a, a gentleman passed away this week that worked with a company that I work with. And uh, we did a a lot of conversations on the radio and on the phone. And uh, he passed away at 44, so I'd like the church to remember his family this morning, the Criswell family. Remember that family. And uh, Brother Bo, he, uh, he's not feeling very well this morning, and uh, 
I know he would love to be here this morning, but pray for Bo and Linda. And I think Linda will be here at, uh, at worship service, but uh, uh, Bo's not, not going to be here. He's not feeling well at all. So pray for him. And continue praying for Sister Nell. Yes. Continue to pray. Brother Wayne, I uh, was able to get in touch with some of the folks that's been visiting here lately. And uh, it's hard to get in touch with folks nowadays with cell phones because you don't have a book to look in to find them. But, uh, but through some help, I uh, got a hold of some numbers and got in contact with them. And, and all of them that I talked to said they're planning on coming back. So, Amen. Uh, Amen. I thought that was, Amen. That was uh, good news. And, and uh, the song we just sang, When the Road is Called Up Yonder, I couldn't help but think about Brother Enos Stone. He was preaching one time, and, um, and in his message, he, he talked about when he was in the Army, <clears throat> they'd have roll call. And uh, he'd always say, when they got, when they called out Enos Stone, he said, I'd raise my hand and say, here. And, uh, but he said, there's going to be a, a roll call one day that I'll be present at. And, and uh, I just I thought about that when you sing that song. Back for my dad, he's had a new problem come up. And uh, the name of it was his bones got really enlarged inside his mouth and he couldn't even eat the last few days and we gotta get him into oral surgery and said for some reason his bone has grown abnormally under his tongue there really bothering him. He just don't feel good. Hurts him. Got an ulcer. They found an ulcer in there from his tongue in a place that's not normally. It's just like he gets strangled easy and all. So just pray for him that we can get him into oral surgery because that's a big weight, weight, weight thing. And we're not knowing what to feed him. It's really We have so much to pray for, don't we? <laughs> so much to pray for. Well, let's, uh, let's do this right here. Now, let's just bring these uh, prayers to the altar and uh, lift these up in prayer. Then after prayer, we'll have our Sunday school. And let's come to the altar once again. And Brother Roger, can I call on you to lead us in this prayer place? Lord, 
you have us just to testify that you know, whatever you have us to do, Lord, God, help us, Lord, to be to see each one some of them that are back i really need your help this morning because number one this is a, a class participation lesson <laughs> and number two and some of you will understand this i've got a hangover from a migraine yesterday afternoon so i need your help this morning uh, yes there's such a thing as a migraine hangover uh, but we'll be all right this morning we we've covered the first and second verses of uh 12th chapter of Romans and uh, I want us to get a little more specific let me reread this first verse again and we'll kind of come at it uh, at the very end Romans chapter 12 verse 1 any I'm sorry anyone have a word before we get started uh, appreciate all the work that was done yesterday uh, Mitchell's got room to roll his chair backwards now uh, Brother Steve, you better be real careful what he says because he's really mic'd up now. Yeah. Well, you just said you had to hang over somewhere. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Uh, Brother Mitchell will edit that out for me. Yeah. So, 
Um, a lot of work done in the Sunday school room, so I appreciate everybody's effort yesterday. Nobody fell through the ceiling. We had a good day. But in the 12th chapter of the first verse, I, I beseech or I urge you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Now, how many of you have heard all your life, we serve God Monday through Saturday and we worship Him on Sunday? Everybody's heard that, right? Well, I want to put some definitions to those two words or some examples, worship and service, okay? And I'll tell you kind of what I'm thinking. I'll start with the first one. I'm going to put song. We say we sing praises to God, don't we? So we'll put that under the column of worship. Is that good? All right. Now let's fill this thing in. Somebody give me another good example of worship. Prayer. Prayer, worship, okay? Next. Good one. Okay. What if we just put church? Coming to church. <laughs> ah, that yeah. that one go here. All right. I'll start up here. Okay. There are only five, four things we can do to worship God. All right, let's take a break from that one. How about service? What can we do that would be serving God? Helping others. Okay. Serving others. Yeah. I'll put helping so we don't use the same word twice. Taking care of his house. You mentioned just a Okay. We'll go with church upkeep. Okay. Visiting. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the word to put to keep it short. <laughs> Let's go with clean living. How's that? Is that close enough? Ah, uh, that's a good one. Family devotion. Okay. I can also be worship too. Missions. Missions. Yeah, Vanessa would be proud of you today, wouldn't she? Yes. Since that's her lesson, yeah. Got to be more than this now. Come on. One that I think I, I think it fall into other categories, both categories. You put it where you think it goes, and that is giving of our financial resources. Okay. 
Which one are we going to put it under? How many, how many want it under worship? Let's say tithing. How many want it under service? You can go there. Two to nothing. <laughs> Come on, people. But <laughs> it wins. Tithing, yes. All right. We're going to go with T and G. <laughs> Why would you call that like? Because I personally like to be outside. I may not be necessarily praying, but I like to be outside and. I know which I got the word for that. Meditating. Yes. I like to see meditating on created. I like to yes. see God Yes, meditating on God and his creation. That's a good one. Did I put it in the right column or do you want it under worship? I guess when I'm thinking of it, I guess it is more of a worship. I think I, you're correct. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Okay. Witnessing. Witnessing. I would also think prayer would be under service too because you pray for other people. Yeah, okay. You pray, not just, you see what I'm saying? I'm good with that one. Okay. Attendance. Go with that. Meaning, being, yeah, attending. Or support. We'll just put, uh, what do we want to put? We'll go with church support. How's that? Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. We're going to count Bible study under devotion. Yeah, 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 that's what we'll make that. Uh, vacation Bible school. Right, we can go church support for that one. Okay. We'll put that under that, but yeah. Revival. Revival. The same. Yeah, we'll go supporting the church, yeah. Community service when we go that's out a, the That's a good one. We'll put that under visiting. Okay, okay but yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll put that under giving right there. Okay. There is a point to this, I promise. It's not an open-ended. Now, I'm going to put a few down. Where do we put this one? Where do I put sacrifice? Uh, I know. Where did Abraham put it? Abraham put it right there. What did he tell the men that went with him and Isaac when he separated him and Isaac from the men? The Me and the boy will go to the mountain to worship. Yeah. What was he really going to do? Sacrifice. To sacrifice. Which would be the other one. Where do we put obedience? I'm going to shorthand that one. Where do we put obedience? Under service? Both. Both? Well, I'm going to do one now. This is a point I want to make. Okay? I'm going to put service under worship. 
Yeah. You're way ahead of me, aren't you, today? Yeah. <laughs> and actually, this first verse that I read, which is your reasonable service, a lot of translators translate that as being your reasonable worship, your reasonable offering. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So to say we serve God six days a week and we worship Him on the seventh, I'm going to have to change that. We worship Him seven days a week. Amen. Yeah. And we could serve Him seven days a week. And I'm not being critical. I know what they're saying. We come to church to worship. But every time I choose to do right, I worship God. Every time I do the right thing, I'm worshiping God. When I present my body where God can use it, I'm worshiping God. So worship's not a sun and not just a Sunday thing. It's an everyday seven by twenty-four thing as we put it. Yeah. Brother, Brother Michael, can I make one little point? Of course. You know, when Abraham went up to Mount, he went up to sacrifice, mm -hmm. but he did it in obedience. Mm -hmm. So Abraham really wasn't going there to sacrifice. He was going there to be obedient. Yes. Number one. To be obedient to make the sacrifice. sacrifice. Yeah. But he called all of it worship. And But God said it's better to be obedient, or the prophet said, it's better than to be obedient than to sacrifice. Than to make sacrifices. Yeah. 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 But my father's this verses, it's always, uh, and I probably can't remember them, but not in the month, it always ring in my ears. Uh, one of them being, you know, verse that, that whatever our hand finds to do, do it with all mm -hmm. of my, as unto the Lord. Mm -hmm. So when, when years ago, to try to give meaning to everything I tried to do, on the way to work, I'd, I'd just pray, may I be able to do my very best as unto the Lord, because my work is And so whether we're cutting the grass, whatever we're doing, we can do it as unto the Lord. Sure. Um, and um, so I'm with you, that service and all, yeah. I think it is. Yeah. Well, Michael, when I see this reasonable service, mm -hmm. uh, that, that lets us know that God is not going to ask us to do anything beyond our kingdom. Correct. And that's, that's, that's good to know because we might, we might have to tell our neighbor something that's just more than we can do. Mm -hmm. Something. But with God, He's not going to call us to do more than we do. Yeah. He didn't ask for extraordinary service, did He? He said a reasonable mm -hmm. service. Yeah. And when you do that, you stand out. I got a young man that I work with, and you probably know him, Brother Chris. Uh, Trey Doty, my wife knows Trey. Trey's just Trey. And I love Trey. But the supervisor we have one time said something and, and Trey just wanted to make sure he understood. He said, well, you don't understand. I'm not doing this to make you happy. I, he said, whatever I do, I do as, I, as unto the Lord. 
And that's why I do a good job. It's not too intense. <laughs> I just loved every second of that. Anyone else? You know, in the Bible, a lot of times they talk about an, a, an aroma smelling good to God. Okay? A, a sweet smell. Thank you, Brother Chris. Uh, would singing praises to God, if you did that this morning in church, do you think that would be a sweet aroma to God? Amen. That would come before His presence. Yeah. If I visit somebody this week, would that be a sweet aroma to God? Yes. Just as much. Just as much as this one. Yeah. Each one of these would be just as sweet smelling to God as these. Yeah. Yeah. And I know we don't, we don't consciously think about that. But I think it gives God great joy when we just live right and do right. I do. Amen. I do. Yeah. Well, Michael, there's something else. Um, uh, with Chris and Marilyn, uh, every Sunday, every time the church doors are open, they're here to make sure uh, that this music is taking place. And I'm telling you, when the church is singing uh, and it's and it's loud and it's wonderful. That piano playing, and I can tell you from experience, that's a joy. Sure. And the uh, and the parents, my mom, making sure uh, that we had piano lessons so we can be of service to our church. And uh, Sister Mira making sure. Uh, that uh, uh, there was music in that house and to be of service when they come to church. And sometimes it's not, it's not easy, uh, but it's the most rewarding thing that you can do. And I think that's a service that they perform that sometimes we forget to thank them for. So as we mentioned last Sunday, what this entire chapter is about is living a surrendered life. Uh, jumping into your Christian life in the church with both feet. That still goes under worship. Yeah, still under worship. So yeah. So we can, we, we can, we worship God in so many ways. But just clean living's one of them. Yeah. Everything we do, as I said, we, we do it unto God. How do we serve God? Serving each other. Amen. Yeah. It's all worship mm -hmm. to God. Yeah. So as we read on through this chapter, all these things that Paul urges the Romans to do and urges us to do, Look at it as worship and not service. Okay? Right, anyone else on the board? I'm through chicken scratching. I'd have never made it in public school, would I, Pam? That kind of writing. All right. And just a reminder, he told us in verse 2, 
be not conformed, or he's backing up to tell us how to worship God, okay? By dedicating our bodies and our lives to Christ. But be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Uh, we gotta have, we gotta think right. We gotta think right. Yeah. Verse 3, we'll move on now. For I say, through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think. We'll stop there. Interesting how far up on the list that one is, isn't it? He talked about giving our lives to Christ and the church, and number two, about having the right mind and affecting the world, not letting the world affect us. But then verse 3, he jumps on pride, doesn't he? Boy, that's a nasty one to keep under control, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But he's saying not to think more highly of ourselves than we ought. Is there nothing, I don't know about you guys, that rubs you the wrong way than being around an arrogant person? I mean, a really, truly arrogant person who thinks they are better. They are, they are your gift to their life. Yeah. You have to really be careful around these people or they will drag you into their world. And, um, and you may not become arrogant, but you will become um, obnoxious trying yeah. to get back at them. Uh, so it's, you know, it's, uh, they, you have to be careful when you Yeah. It's it's a be careful who you associate with on a, on a real close basis. Yeah, pride's a slippery slope, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You remember the catch twenty two you explained to us one time? You be so humble that you get proud. Proud of, of being so humble? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For real. But brother Michael, I see this too. Uh, not think of himself more highly than often. We are God's children. Yes, we are. And so, you know, we, we're not supposed to be prideful, but you've got to have some self-worth. You know, there's a lot of people that don't have any self-worth at yeah. all. Yeah. We're God's children. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's... That's something to be proud about. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a difference between proud and pride? Yeah. Maybe so. Not that you know yeah. more highly than you yeah. ought to think. Yeah. Well, we do yeah. know maybe not who we are and where our feet are. Yeah. And we also need to know this. We were all sinners saved by grace. We all got the same dose. Yeah. We were worth something to Him. We were worth something to Him. And every perfect person, raise your hand, right? Yeah. What you hear that <laughs> you need to eat lunch with us? Oh, we got lunch here today. Yeah, that's why he'll say that. Yeah, yeah, okay. But he said to think soberly. To think soberly. And I'll, I'll look at that backwards as opposed to thinking drunken. Have you ever seen such crazy thinking in your life and such crazy logic people have? My goodness. But he's telling us to think right. Think with wisdom. Yeah. There again, where are we? We're back in our minds, aren't we? Yeah. 
To think soberly would be for me to remember that I'm a sinner saved by grace. And anything that I have is because of Him and not me. That would be the thinking soberly here. Yeah. I've got a ball and chain to drag around called the flesh like everybody else. And He aggravates me just like everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. According as God has dealt to every man, every man or woman, every Christian, let's go with that word, the measure of faith. Now, this won't be the first time Paul does this, but several times he compares the church to the human body. Okay? For as we, or as the church, have many members in one body, and we'll just stop right there a minute. You know, where would I be with eight hands and no eyes in my natural body? Or eight eyes and no hands? When my little toe is infected, my whole body suffers. Doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Every time I step on it, my brain goes, ow with my toe. But he called, he said one time about the church being fitly framed together. Yeah. In a church, there are no big members and no little members. Amen. There are not. There are not. There's members. Yeah. Now, are there different gifts for different members? Yes. Is one gift more important than the others? I love to use, no, I love to use this example. If I was going to start putting important, let's say this person, uh, let's say Brother Roger invited this person to come to church that was lost. And let's say Sister Pam testified that touched their heart. And let's say Sister Pam sang a special that touched them. And Brother Steve and the church had prayed and it was a good service. Brother Steve preached a message and they got saved. Now whose action was most important? Everybody's. Everybody's. Yeah, but it was, it was the Lord in us. Yeah, yeah. And that's the point I'm making here in the workings of a, in the workings of a church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See how each piece of that fit together? Yeah, and everyone gets the same to rejoice the same, don't they? Yeah. One piece wasn't any bigger than the other because without any of those four pieces, it would have all, like the links in the chain, it didn't take but one of them failing to break it. Yeah. And now, I'll step out here because this is Michael, okay? I will not be critical, but I do. There are churches that put plaques on the benches for certain members that have gone on. You ever seen that? I don't like that. And I have relatives that have their name on some benches, okay? So I'm not... But uh, that particular bench there, Brother Royce, Brother Chris, Brother Pam. Now, which one of the three am I going to pick to name that bench after? 
And I know they do it in memory and they do it in honor, and I get that, okay. I don't want to mean to sound like I'm a hard shell Baptist here. But the point I'm making, <coughs> all church members are the same. Amen. Yeah. Brother Michael, I thought about this, you know, Brother Robert. Yeah. Always said mm -hmm. right yeah. But if the Lord wills, one of these days somebody else mm -hmm. will fill that spot yeah. just as much as Yes, yeah. And, and that's the point I'm making about it. I, I appreciate that this church has never done that because, goodness. Brother Michael, the church did that. We've had some of those on these for a while. Really? Yes. I didn't know that. Yes. Okay. Uh, not long after Glenn and I started coming through, there were little, little uh, rough, brass yeah. pads, brass, whatever, and uh, somebody made the point that you did. That's almost like worshiping those people, mm -hmm. honoring those people above everybody. Yeah. So there was a couple of pocket knives came out. Those little nails off, and I don't know where the little plaques went. Yeah. Actually, the reason I think a lot of people's names were on there, when we bought these new pews back many mm -hmm. years ago, we had the opportunity to buy a pew and dedicate it to our loved ones. Mm -hmm. And so we did, and Roberts, and you know, Actually, didn't think, feel like I was honoring anybody. Yeah. God. Yeah. But uh, then someone did bring that up, and we took it out. But that was why. Yeah, I didn't know why they were there. Yeah. I just remember. Yeah. yeah. We had the opportunity to church families. Buy a pew. And yeah. 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 Yeah.
And he passed away. And that next Sunday, I gathered the deacons together. And I said, guys, it's important that we have church this morning. Because church has to go on. Now, people were sad. A lot of his family was here. I realized that. But I said, it's important we have church this morning. And, and I didn't go in detail, but what I was really saying, the church is bigger than any one person. Yeah. He yeah. would have been the first one to tell Yes, he would have. He'd been, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he, he would have. He really would. But I said, it's important that we step forward, that we, that we have church this morning for that reason. Yeah. Yeah, church goes on. Yeah. There'll come a day each one of us will be gone, but the church will move forward, yeah. Anyone else on this? I'm pretty much finished for today. We, we need to remember what Brother Chris said or get Brother Chris said again next week because that's a good segue into 7, 8, 9 right there. Yeah. Brother Greg. What you're describing right, is a team. Mm hmm Yeah. No hiding team. Mm -hmm. That's right, yeah. For anything to succeed, it takes all members at, that, at, mm -hmm. at their position. Yes. That's all it is. Football analogy. I love it. <laughs> I know. Uh, yes, I know. Yeah. Fire Sure. Medical. It takes a team to succeed. How long is that guy on the front line going to last if somebody don't bring him something to eat? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I, I thought of this too, Brother Michael. I, I may be the only one that's had this experience, but I, I've been sitting thinking something. The Lord put something on my mind and my heart, and I sat there like a knot, and just a second later, somebody stood up across the room and said exactly what was in my mind. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if I stood up and said it, I would have gotten the blessing. I didn't. The Lord's work went on in somebody else. And you got benched. I got benched. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For real. How about giving, I guess, honor to people? If you ever walked on the campus of Auburn and Alabama, mm -hmm. there's bronze statues yeah. around. And those just, I've always just kind of freaked me out. <laughs> and look at the statue of. Pat Sullivan or Fairbrian or whoever it is, and think, you know, now they did great contributions to the program, but as you were talking about and others, if Pat Sullivan didn't have that massive offensive line keeping the other guys off of him, would he have ever completed a pass? No. He would have, he would have been a total failure. So it's, it is a, it is a team. It's a, it's a, and let's face it, it after I die in about three generations how many people in the building are going to even remember who I was anyway you know let's, let's think soberly here Brother Michael I remember you <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be awfully old yeah but I remember you alright <laughs> oh, I appreciate everybody's help this morning